Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Breaking news, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says the Senate will not even consider the House bill regarding Israel that the senator just tweeted that just a few moments ago. Shocking. Welcome back. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 is the number on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Schumer announces the Senate won't even consider the House Republican Israel aid proposal. And part of the reason for that, of course, is because it involves cuts to spending to pay for it and does not include Ukraine. And it does not include aid to Gaza. So that's why the Senate will not even consider it. That just broke moments ago. Perfect timing, though, to transition to our guest. You know him very well. He's a local guy. He's a man of God. He's Pastor Bill Devlin. Pastor, how are you today? Hey, greetings from northern Nigeria in the Badlands here in a noisy place. And thank you. Uh, Last time I was on, Rich, uh, you graciously appointed me as the honorary chaplain of the Zioli Army, and I am proud to serve. So let's go. (laughs) Yes, thank (laughs) you very much. Listen, you are, and and we're honored to have you on the show. And and I got to ask the question, what are you doing in Nigeria? Well, I've been here 12 times in three years, as you know, that there is an absolute jihadist Islamic terror campaign here in Nigeria, where tens of thousands of Christian believers have been murdered by machete and by gunshot and by burning over the last 10 years. So I'm here to help this time in medical missions, since my background is a hospital supervisor and a registered nurse, and I'm helping hundreds of internally displaced peoples, refugees in four different states here in northern Nigeria. So we're providing medical care, emotional care, spiritual care, and direct cash assistance from those who are refugees. Rich, I have seen probably over 500 people in the last 12 days here in northern Nigeria, praying for them, consoling them, giving them hope, giving them uh, vetted people, 
uh, vetted Christians, uh, some cash assistance. I re- I'm rebuilding homes for widows here. We're putting orphans in orphanages. I recently bought an orphanage. I am also rebuilding Christian churches here. So it's a busy time, and this is only one of 18 countries, that, uh, war zones, I should say, that I'm going to over the last 11 years. People can see me at widowsandorphans.info, and now... Uh, of course, I've been to Gaza 33 times in the last 13 years and have spent over 272 days in Gaza helping the 1,000 Christians there that are left in the midst of 2.2 million Muslims. I was just there in Gaza, Rich, on July 5th, 2023, for eight days. And Pastor Bill Devlin, so you, that's what yeah. I'm doing in Nigeria. Yeah, no, I, I get it, and, and and God bless you for doing it. Um, absolutely. Let, let's talk about what you're seeing on the ground here, uh, and and tell me about the Gaza ground war that's going on at the moment. Yeah. And tell tell me about Hamas and why you mentioned that yeah. Hamas must be defeated here. Well, uh, of course, uh, Muslims worldwide are giving a false narrative about Hamas. And your listeners need to know, Rich, that Hamas is a death cult. The word Hamas in Hebrew means violence. And Hamas is actually, and, and in Arabic it means uh, it's the word struggle. But Hamas is actually an acronym, and an Arabic acronym uh, that I won't get into. But uh, your listeners need to understand that in Article 13 of the Hamas Covenant, uh, going back to 2007, when Imam Ahmed Yassin founded Hamas, he said in Article 13 that there is no uh, there is no room for a stu- two-state s- solution. That you know, even our government is talking about. President Biden is talking about a two-state solution, and all that Hamas wants to do is to destroy every Jew in Israel and now around the world. We're seeing that on U.S. college campuses. So people need to know that Hamas is a death cult and rich. They will use, and it was stated publicly two days ago, because I get feeds from Hamas on my uh, text messages on my phone from Hamas, because I have sat with Hamas leaders and shared the love of Jesus with them. And again, I've been there 33 times. I do it every time I go there and they listen to me. And I also get text feeds from the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force. So there's two militias in the Hamas death cult. One is called Al-Quds Brigade, which means the Holy, and the other is the Al-Aqsa Martyrs Brigade, and they are carrying out Islamic Jihad. They want every Jew destroyed, and that's why you see the horrific macabre beheading of babies, uh, the raping of dead Jewish women. Uh, You see all this going forward. So Hamas has no regard for human life, and they are part of the Islamic resistance movement, and they want to carry out this 13th article of the Hamas Covenant. They actually, Hamas actually broke off, Rich, from the Muslim Brotherhood in 2007 
Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, 2007. And then they fought with the Palestinian Authority because they said that the Muslim Brotherhood was too soft on Israel and they were too nice. And so the number one goal for Hamas is to kill every Jew. And remember, they don't even call it Israel rich. They call it the Zionist occupied land. And that's why we need to destroy. That's why Israel needs to destroy Hamas, the Hamas death cult. And when you look, you know, again, being in Gaza 33 times, going into schools, uh, meeting the physical, emotional, spiritual needs of both the Christians and the Muslims in Hamas, there's a thousand Christians left in Gaza, and they are now, 500 of them are at the Greek Orthodox Church in downtown Gaza City. Another 500 are at the uh, Latin Rite Catholic Church in Gaza City, an area called Zatun. I've been to both churches, and uh, so I re- would request that your listeners pray for the safety of these thousand Christians left. And remember that oh, before Christianity you jump in, uh, predated before, Islam. If I, if I could, yeah. real, real quick, Pastor Bill Devon, just to remind everybody, you're, you're calling from Nigeria right now. I think it's also important that people understand that Hamas, uh, in addition to hating Jews, hates Christians and also hates uh, Muslims, yes. too. Uh, the Muslims that don't yeah. follow their devout vision of Islam. This is why Iran backs them. The the uh, Islamic Republic of Iran is, for example, like they, they hate Saudi Arabia, and they're Muslims in Saudi Arabia, and they right. want to destroy Saudi Arabia. I mean, Hamas wants to exactly. see everybody go. This is part of the whole idea about bringing about the caliphate, bringing about the end, yes. uh, and, and believing that 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 this is this is what needs to occur in order to bring about their true vision. Of Islam, I mean, they're freaking nuts. There's no, there's just no other way to put it. These are not freedom fighters here fighting for land. These are people that believe no. that you have to destroy in order to bring about their vision of Islam. It's very similar to ISIS and very similar to what ISIS and the Caliphate was all about, and that's why they've had such a good partnership over the years. For example. Yes, and I work in Iraq and Kurdistan. I take care of. Uh, hundreds of young Yazidi girls that were uh, traded as sex slaves for a pack of cigarettes by these Islamic jihadist uh, demonic cult, if I could call that. So, yeah, when people think of ISIS, the Islamic State, and they think of Hamas, it's the same thing. They are the same bloodthirsty Islamic people, the Muslim people, and you're right, Rich, they will look at some of these more moderate Muslims that I am also in contact with, and they will say, unless you're willing to join the Islamic resistance movement and practice death for the infidels, which includes Rich Zioli and Matt DeSantis and Pastor Devlin and any other Uh, any other Christian, along with the Jews, and along with even these moderate Muslims, let's kill them all and let Allah sort them out. So the, the one phrase that I've been using since October the 7th, well, actually since 2010, which was my first trip to Gaza, is that Hamas is a death cult. And they will use, that's why there's been 2,000 children, Gazan children killed in Gaza, because and they're Hamas trapped. has yeah. prevented, and they're trapped. Hamas has physically, and I've been on that same road, 
a hundred times, that road that goes from northern Gaza to southern Gaza is called the Sea Road. And interestingly enough, it's the same road that Jesus, Mary, and Joseph took on their way to Egypt after they departed uh, Bethlehem. But that road was blocked. And the Hamas said, you have to stay and you have to be a participant in jihad and give up your life, men, women and children and babies in order for the Islamic resistance movement. And you will get a reward when you shed blood uh, as a result of the infidel Jews. So that's their whole modus operandi is kill everybody that doesn't agree with our jihadist Islamic movement. And, you know, your listeners need to say to their Muslim friends or, or, and colleagues, are you really in favor of this? Are you in favor of decapitating babies, of raping corpses, of, of well, dismembering let, uh, children let, let, and, and burning babies in ovens? Pastor, Pastor Bill Devon, I, I want to just point out there's a story on The Sun today. The desperate parents of 32 child hostages snatched by Hamas pleaded, pleaded last night for the terror group to release them. There are 32 little kids being held, children in the underground 300-mile yes. network of tunnels dubbed the Gaza Metro. And these international aid groups yes. are, are begging for these kids to be released. So you've been there, you've been on the ground, you've seen this with your own eyes. I think that uh, people who are calling for humanitarian aid right now for Gaza. Like, this is a debate that was had on Sunday morning where you had Senator J.D. Vance talking to Margaret Brennan from CBS. Yes. And she's going on about the children, the children, the children who need the aid. But as J.D. Vance said, the problem is, though, is that if you send humanitarian aid to Gaza, it's going to be, it's good, Hamas is going to get that money. It's going to go into their hands. Yes. So, so help me, yes. help us understand then how people can help and tell me about the charity and the organization that you're working with. Yes, and you're exactly right, Rich. Anything that goes, like people are seeing all these trucks going in from the Rafa crossing, which is at the Egyptian Gaza border. What Hamas is doing is they're taking all those supplies. They're taking the food, the water, the medicines, etc. Uh, they're taking the fuel. So remember, Hamas is a death cult, and they don't care that their fellow Muslim children and women are being uh, used as human shields. So if people are interested, Rich, and, you know, WPHT 1210 has been so gracious going back to my journey into Ukraine. If they want to go to widows, info, because all of us here on the widows and orphans team that works in 19 countries and in Gaza, we're all volunteers. None of us get a salary. None of us get a benefit. I'm, I'm a combat decorated Vietnam vet, Purple Heart. So I get free medical care from American taxpayers. Thank you very much. They're in Philadelphia at the VA hospital. Thank you. And uh, so they can go to widows, info. widows and orphans.info. There's a Gaza button and 100% of whatever you want to send, whether it's a dollar or a hundred dollars, that will go to the Gazan Christians that are in the middle of a hard place. They cannot go to southern Gaza because they're going to be eaten up by Hamas, by the jihadist Islamic radicals. So widows, A&D, orphans.info, and we will make sure that that money is used 
efficiently and effectively and life-savingly, if I could use that word, to the thousand Christians left there at the Orthodox Church and the Catholic Church. And uh, it's it's a tax-deductible 501c donation. So thank you so much, uh, Rich. Uh, I'm grateful to be the honorary chaplain for the Zioli Army. You you are the chaplain of the Zioli Army, Pastor Bill, and I I appreciate everything you're doing, and God bless you, my friend. Keep up the good work, and be safe, okay? Be safe. Pastor Bill Devlin calling us from on the ground in Nigeria. Take care, my friend. Thanks for everything you're doing. God bless you. The Rich Zioli Show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And we can make sure, and he will make sure that money does not wind up into the hands of Hamas, which is which is good, obviously. Uh, 855-839-1210. And by the way, uh, Hunter Biden wrote an op-ed today in USA Today whining about his addiction problems and saying that um, I fought to get sober. Political weaponization of my addiction hurts more than me. You see, let me tell you something. This is the kind of op-ed that would have come out in October of 2020 if what was really on the Hunter Biden laptop was really about his addiction and his sex orgies and his cocaine problems and his prostitutes and passing out in hot tubs and pools in Vegas. This is what would have happened, and it would have been used by the Democrats for sympathy, and they would have accused Republicans of being meanie pants and not caring about people who struggle with addiction. This is a bunch of BS now because we know what's on the laptop And it was never about that. And they didn't spin their wheels to tell you that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation because they were worried about stories of Hunter Biden's addiction coming out. Democrats will absolutely politicize everything they possibly can, even struggles with addiction, even struggles with addiction. So if the Hunter Biden laptop was just that, it would have been out. There would have been instead of The New York Post writing the story, it would have been The Washington Post writing the story. And it would have been about how this mean laptop repairman held on to Hunter Biden's laptop because he thought it would be a good way to, to, to make the Biden family look bad. But it's just the fact that Hunter struggled with addiction his whole life and he had to overcome it and blah, 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 blah. And it's BS and you know it's BS and I know it's BS. But this is what they're trying to do now. And I just think it's four years too late <laughs> or, or three years too late at this point. Uh, but it shows you how they're 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 finally figuring out how to play it. But if that was just the case, then this op ed would have been out in uh, October or November 2nd of 2020, 2020. I mean, it would have been out right before Election Day. And they would have said Republicans are just being mean to poor Hunter. But you never would have had all these national security people. You never would have had the CIA. You never would have had all these people coming around and telling you that the Hunter Biden laptop story was Russian disinformation. <laughs> They would use it to their advantage. That's why it proves to me that the laptop is all about Biden's corruption with Ukraine and China. And let's not forget Russia and let's not forget Romania. And that the corruption with Ukraine is the reason why, as the far right wing Time magazine writes, Zelensky is losing the war. And yet we are still writing checks, which is why the bill to aid Israel is now dead on arrival in the Senate and why Chuck Schumer has said the Senate will not even consider voting on that bill because it does not include aid to Ukraine and it does not include aid to Gaza. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. It's just outrageous. Uh, You know, my friend Yosef Cohen was in the Israeli Defense Force and he's a great guy and a great friend. And uh, I saw him recently. This has been very tough on him. He has family over there. It's been very tough. But 
Uh, I went in there to see him the other day because I had an issue. I had a, a, a friend of mine, not a, not a bad issue, but somebody wanted to see one of the used XC40s. And we got the chat and we got the talk. And, you know, getting his perspective from being in the forces there was pretty amazing. And obviously I can't go into detail about it, but he's, you know, I mean, th- this is what, what you're seeing here being played out and why I think it's infuriating to me that this administration is telling Israel how to fight this war and yet just writing blank checks to Ukraine proves to me beyond a shadow of a doubt that Ukraine has the receipts on Joe Biden's corruption, period. And Israel doesn't because Israel never bribed the Biden family, which is why the United States of America is butting in and telling Israel what to do. But anyway, the point is this. When you go see Yosef and the team at Cherry Hill Vavo, you can have a great conversation with him. He's a terrific guy. They're all wonderful people there. And they're going to give you an amazing, amazing experience. Because that's what they do at Cherry Hill Volvo. They strive to be the number one Volvo dealer in the Philadelphia market. It's sometimes uh, easy to overlook what other big conglomerate dealerships do, but their training and their focus for their salespeople is all on pressuring you to buy a vehicle. It's not how they do things at Cherry Hill Volvo. At Cherry Hill Volvo, it means pairing you with the perfect Volvo, whether that's a certified pre-owned Volvo or it is a, a, a brand new one, or a lease, like I have. I, I, I lease the XC40 right now because I'm in this wonderful program called Care by Volvo through Cherry Hill Volvo. So every five months, I can change to a different Volvo, keep the one I have, or cancel the lease altogether, and it's fantastic. And one payment includes insurance, prepaid schedule maintenance, tire and wheel care, 15,000 miles annually, excessive wear coverage, and more. So don't wait. Go see my friends at Cherry Hill Volvo today. They're right on Route 70, minutes over the bridge, easy to get to from wherever you are, and they will make sure that you are happy. That's the bottom line. And if you're not happy with the car, it's not, if, if it is not right for you, then don't worry about it. There's never any pressure at Cherry Hill Volvo. Cherry Hill Volvo, where relationships matter. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. So Nancy Pelosi, the vampiric one, has been served with a subpoena 
in a criminal case. That's correct. The vampiric one has subpoena has been subpoenaed. It is a case out of California. This was announced by a U.S. House officer on Wednesday. Uh, clerk Tylese Ali read a message to the speaker from Pelosi in compliance with House rules, which dictate how members should deal with judicial subpoenas and orders that are properly served. We have the audio of this for you. Cut number two. Notify you formally, pursuant to Rule 8 of the Rules of the House of Representatives, that I, the Honorable Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Emerita, and U.S. Representative for the 11th Congressional District of California, have been served with third-party subpoenas from the prosecution and the defendant to produce documents in a criminal case in United States District Court for the Northern District of California. After consultation with the Office of General Counsel, I have determined that compliance with the subpoenas is consistent with the privileges and rights of the House. Yeah, the vampire one is not going to be happy about that. But then again, some poor intern's blood will make her feel fine and will satiate the longing that she has deep down inside. (laughs) Come here. (laughs) It ain't easy being an intern these days on Capitol Hill, I'm just saying. Uh, And uh, part two of the corruption of New Jersey politics, still we have dealing with, well, part like 17, uh, Senator Menendez. Let's not forget him. We have a guy in Patterson who was just charged with stuffing mailboxes with ballots and taking out the ones he didn't like. But of course, there's no Democrat corruption and there's nothing corrupt about voting by mail whatsoever. So don't even think that for a second, you conspiracy kook. And then in South Jersey, we have Democrats with phantom Fugazi candidates who don't even exist trying to dilute the Republican vote. And of course, we still have Senator Bob Menendez, who's still facing federal charges, a long, long, rich history of corruption. And the question is whether or not he's still attending classified briefings. Remember, Bob Menendez sold out the United States of America, allegedly, according to the indictment, to Egypt in order to enrich himself and help his friend get the official halal certification business for Egypt, which is a big darn deal. A big darn deal. If you want to serve halal, you better be, you better be certified. Otherwise, they won't let you do it. So Bob Menendez was able to get his buddy the official Egyptian halal certification gig. His buddy had 0.0 experience in certifying food as halal. But don't worry about that. That's not the point. The point is... <clears throat> If you get Bob Menendez rich, er, you can still get the halal certification because as chairman of the very powerful Senate Foreign Relations Committee, he controls the money that goes to Egypt in the form of American aid. And he did. And he was able to say, this guy gets the official halal certification or you don't get the money. It's called bribery and extortion. And he sold out the United States of America because remember at the time, His fellow Democrats and Republicans were trying to tie Egyptian aid to Egypt's humanitarian rights record. And right now in the middle of all of this going on in the Middle East is a question regarding Egypt and whether or not Egypt is actually an ally to us, whether or not we can trust Egypt, whether or not Egypt is going to help Israel, whether or not Egypt is actually helping Hamas and Hezbollah and whether or not Egypt will take Palestinian refugees. And they've said no so far. And Bob Menendez sold out America to Egypt. So the question is now, as why is he still getting classified briefings? So Manu Raju, 
who covers C- Congress for CNN, confronted Senator Bob Menendez in a rare act of journalism that you very rarely see these days anymore on CNN. But good for Manu Raju for confronting him over this. Cut number three. Able to go to the last classified briefing because Schumer didn't let you. Why are you going to this classified briefing? First of all, you're wrong about that. He didn't say you can't go, and he didn't not let me. So that's just the wrong assumption. So, I'm so sorry, sir. So why, why did you go to this classified briefing? Because getting an update on Ukraine is something that's worthy as we consider the supplemental. But you're being accused of aiding a foreign government. Why is that appropriate for you to go to a classified briefing? You know, Manu, I know you got to make news. Bottom line is, I'm a United States senator, I have my security credentials, and an accusation is just that. It's not proof of anything. <laughs> Manu, I know you got to make news. Bob, you did that all by yourself. Manu didn't have to make the news. You did that by taking gold bars and cash and cars. You did that all by yourself, Bob Menendez. Manu did not have to re- make any news. That was all you. But it's a great question. Yes, I understand that you are right now, y- you are facing charges. I understand that. But my question is, why is there not a gag order on Senator Bob Menendez from attending classified briefings while he's under investigation for colluding with a foreign government? I mean, it's a simple question to ask. If there's a gag order against Donald Trump from talking about the case, because the the administration of justice might be doomed by his words, could, does does American national security not get potentially doomed by Bob Menendez being in unclassified briefing and then potentially letting his buddies know in Egypt, giving them a heads up what's going on? Of course. Of course. And it's more than appropriate for him to take a break from the House for the Senate Foreign Relations Committee while he's dealing with all this. And in a normal world, that would just be how it goes. It's listen, Bob, if everything works out and you're found not guilty and then you're welcome back to the briefings. But in the meantime, you can't come. These are very serious charges. And we're not kicking you out of the Senate, but you can't come to the classified briefings. Your security clearance is on hold. We're putting a gag order on you. You can't come to the meetings. Why is that inappropriate in any way, shape or form? I, I, I don't understand that. This is national security we're talking about here. And there's no constitutional right to attend national security meetings. We're not depriving him of anything as an innocent person that is afforded to Americans. We're depriving him of a privilege afforded as a United States senator. But that's that's up to the Senate. Those are the Senate rules. That's subject to change. And I think it'd be very easy for the Senate majority leader, Chuck Schumer, to turn around and say, look. Yeah, you're not guilty. You're just these are just charges against you, but. We, we can't let you into these classified briefings. And obviously, if this were a Republican, it'd be a no-brainer. There's no way a Democrat would let a Republican into these classified briefings if there were charges against him like this. No way. But it's Menendez, and it's Schumer, and these people are all corrupt and crooked, so what do you expect's going to happen? Absolutely nothing. But it's, a, it's an excellent point. And thank God, in the midst of all of this corruption that we're discussing, in the midst of all of this, Election Day being a week from now, Bob Menendez, I think his approval rating is somewhere in the maybe 15% of New Jersey voters approve of the job he's doing. And an overwhelming majority of them believe he should step down from the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, at least temporarily. And that's what they could say. Look, Bob, if it all works out for you, bud, you can come back. But in the meantime, you got to step back from this very powerful committee. You cannot be on this committee because the information that you get on the Foreign Relations Committee and considering the charges against you, these are not just charges that you merely 
took bribes, you took bribes from people connected to Egypt. You can't be here. You got to do a temporary pause. I don't understand why that is uh, such a terrible thing. Meanwhile, (laughs) they're trying to expel George Santos from Congress. Whatever you want to say about George Santos, the guy is a liar, the guy's a fraud, the guy's corrupt, and all, but there has not been an accusation yet, as far as I know, that George Santos sold out the United States of America to enrich himself. And meanwhile, his Republican colleagues like Tom Kane in New Jersey just voted to expel him from the House of Representatives. And this is the difference between Republicans and Democrats. Democrats will rally. They rally around each other and they cover for each other. And Republicans, thinking that they'll win favor in the media, will turn around and say, well, yeah, we're going to expel George Santos for these these charges against him. Why not tie it to Bob Menendez stepping down from the Senate Foreign Relations Committee? Tom Kane is a New Jersey congressman. What he should say is, I'll vote to expel George Santos once they kick Bob Menendez off the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. Because in my mind, George Santos's crimes, uh, the accusations against him, while they're while they're terrible, Uh, He's under indictment for charges of wire fraud, identity theft and more. But none of it has to do with selling out the United States of America. So if we're going to kick him out of Congress, I will only vote yes on that if it's tied to Bob Menendez being kicked off of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. But this is the kind of stuff Republicans do, thinking it'll earn them favor with the media. That will continue to cover for the corruption of Bob Menendez. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. If you'd like to weigh in today on everything we are discussing on the show, we got a lot more to talk about. We'll talk to my friend Alex Wilkes from the New Jersey Republican Party about the lawsuit on the phantom Fugazi candidates. Don't go away. Thanks for listening to the Zioli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. All right, there's a big, big political story out of New Jersey involving phantom candidates, Fugazi candidates, people that don't even exist, people that haven't even been born yet. It's one thing to vote when you're dead. It's another thing to vote when you haven't even been born. Here to talk about it today is my friend Alex Wilkes. She is the communications director for the New Jersey Republican State Committee. Hello, Alex. How are you? Rich, how are you? You're bringing me back with that sugar ray there. (laughs) That wasn't my call. That was Henry. Henry has terrible taste in music, but you clearly liked it. So there you go. I I did. I remember listening to that, uh, you know, sitting in my room in Lower Marion uh, uh, on CD. So um, was that when you were interning for Talk Radio 1210 WPHD? No, I would have been a little young for that. <laughs> uh, well, listen, this is a very, very big story that's happening here, and it needs to get national attention. Uh, you, you've got a, a, a very close race here, a couple of very close legislative races in New Jersey. There's a real chance the Republicans could flip the state Senate and get the majority, which would be fantastic. They could have judiciary powers and oversight committee powers. But the Democrats are doing something unique to try to stop this. So what is going on? Oh my gosh! This, this is—I mean, if the if the Democrats were going to pull out all the stops uh, right around Halloween to to have these phantom candidates appear in the night, um, they they really uh, <laughs> they really pulled no punches here. Um, what we have here is we have the Democrats in legislative districts two and four; those are uh, South Jersey districts, um, which could could. 
uh, determine control of the state house in Trenton. And as you mentioned, Rich, that's incredibly important for oversight purposes, for reining in the Murphy agenda. I mean, I know you've been talking about what's happening with Orsted, but just like as a as a basic, you know, investigatory, uh, you know, body having some insight into how much how much taxpayer dollars actually went to wooing those companies um, and getting them over the year. So this is incredibly important, but we have legislative district, districts two and four where a shadowy group out of Jamaica, Queens, um, which most people know uh, is where JFK Airport is, uh, with a P.O. box, is running ads that are propping up uh, candidates who have either said, hey, in the case of the libertarian candidate, I'm not running anymore. I, I endorse the Republican. Go vote for him. They're running ads that are propping up him or they're running out, running ads for people who are pretty sketchy and it's not really clear how they got to the ballot, if they even know they're on the ballot, what's going on there. Um, and uh, they are using... Um, Phil Murphy's new Elections Transparency Act um, to try to evade disclosing how much they are spending and where they are spending it. Um, And so we filed suit today in Atlantic County um, to try to enjoin them from spending any more um, uh, in spreading misinformation to voters ahead of Election Day on Tuesday. And and I'm trying to understand how there can be this this, this shadowy, dark money group pushing candidates that that either don't exist or or don't want to be on the ballot or never asked to be. I mean, for Democrats and corruption— This is a whole new level. And the purpose of this, as I look at it, is to try to dilute the vote from Republican voters to say, all right, there's a lot of voters out there that may not be happy with the Republican Party. So here's your alternative. You can vote for this candidate or that candidate. These are not real candidates. And all that will do is take votes away from the Republicans who have a real chance of winning in these districts. I mean, that's what the goal here is, right? That's totally correct, Rich. The the margins are going to be so narrow in these districts that every vote is going to count. I know we often say that, but in these cases, it's particularly true. So any vote that gets siphoned off from the Republican by one of these fake candidates who's portrayed on the mailer as the real MAGA conservative or the true conservative, um, again, trying to appeal to people who, you know, they might see the Republican brand and you know, not be crazy about it um, for whatever reason these days. A lot of people, you know, uh, obviously uh, we have a big party that has a lot of opinions. But um, one thing we could all agree upon is that we shouldn't be voting for conservatives if they're not actual conservatives and they're not actual candidates. Um, so, right. Um, yeah, that's kind of a, that's kind of an uh, obvious statement, right? Let's not vote for people that aren't actual candidates. <laughs> I, I never thought it would have to get to this, but 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 here we are. Um, and it's just it's a particularly desperate ploy on behalf of uh, uh, Murphy, the Democrats, the George Norcross political machine um, that has been trying desperately to hang on to power in South Jersey um, for so many years now, as they've been steadily losing um, both in 2019 with Senator Testa's. Uh, shock victory all the way to Congressman Jeff Andrews uh, party switch. They know that they're losing, um, you know, they're, they're losing their, uh, their grip down there. And so they're willing to do and try just about anything to get ahead. Alex Wilkes is with me. She's a communications director for the New Jersey Republican party. Uh, 
there's another factor to this too, which I think people have to realize and understand, and that is that when you're dealing with the the tactics here, the the little games that are that are being played by Democrats, and and early voting is going on, we're trying to educate people that this is happening right now. But early voting is underway. People can vote in person. People can drop their ballot at a drop box. What happens if somebody's already been duped by this and, and went in and already voted and cast a vote for one of these phantom candidates, Alex? Well, unfortunately, there's very little that can be done, which is why we are trying to uh, to spread the word. Um, so the best thing people can do is just inform their friends and families and neighbors. Of course, we want people to be doing that anyway, to be telling people to get out to to vote. Um, but don't be fooled by ads that you're seeing. They're, they're putting them on Fox News to try to target conservatives specifically um, and saying, you know, oh, this is the true conservative vote, the, the true conservative. Right. Um, and that's how they're trying to, to spoil the race there. Uh, there is no doubt um, that Chris Del Barello and LD4, Senator Vince Palestina and LD2, those are the only true Republican candidates who are running uh, on the ballot uh, this November. Um, and so I would say that, you know, the best thing we can do is to spread awareness um, and to make sure that people know, don't be fooled by a commercial just because you see it on Fox News. They're very smart. They know exactly where to put these commercials. They know the kind of language to use. They know the kind of p- pictures to use on a mailer uh, that would get people's attention. So uh, we can't allow... Um, this shadowy, possibly illegal spending um, to uh, to overshadow our efforts to put a real check on the Phil Murphy agenda this fall. Yeah. So just to be clear, when they see the ads telling people to vote for these real conservatives in these districts, these are not real candidates. Right. I, I just want to stress that because this is not a yeah. this is not a matter of opinion where you're saying, no, 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 these are the, the Republicans on the party line are actually really conservatives. No, it's just, it's just that they're actually really candidates. And the people that this group is backing, these are not real candidates, let alone they're not real conservative candidates. They're just not real candidates, period. So don't vote for them. Am I, I, I mean, that's what I want to make sure I'm getting that out correctly, right? That is as plain as it gets, Rich, because, you know, look, you and I talk about it all the time, that we have a big diversity of opinion within our party. Sure. We, we, you know, you and I, we, we go back and forth. We, we have others who go back and forth. We watch it all. Okay. There's, you know, a legitimate discussion going on in the party right now about what, what the future should be, uh, what it, what it means to be a conservative. Those are all great arguments to have. They have no place in this particular race, because the two people that they are trying to prop up, one is a libertarian candidate who has said, I am not running anymore. I would like you to vote for Senator Palestina. The other is uh, a candidate that we cannot, none of the media sources cannot, they can't, he can't be reached for comment. We don't know if he's real. The people who got him on the ballot, the petition signers, are people who are connected to the George Norcross machine. So this is a guy who's not even willing to tell us why he's running. So this is in no way some kind of establishment ploy to get the, you know, our preferred Republican candidate in. This is our plea to reject these fake conservative um, candidates in favor of the only Republican option uh, that is truly on the ballot. 
Alex, you said it very, very well. I appreciate it, and I hope people spread the word about this because this is a real Please chance do. here. Yeah, for Republicans to pick to, to win here and pick this up. Uh, last thing I want to ask you about before I let you go here is since Election Day is Tuesday, what is the state Republican Party doing? We have that guy up in North Jersey who was just indicted for, uh, you, you know, ballots and mailboxes and things like this. What are we doing in terms of election security and integrity? We got drop boxes out there. There was this case in Connecticut mm-hmm. where a judge, you probably heard this today, just tossed the, the Democrat sure primary results out. What can we do to ensure election integrity on Tuesday? Well, I'll tell you what, um, the election integrity efforts from the New Jersey Republican State Committee have never stopped. Um, they, this is an ongoing project, and this is why we were able to jump on this case so quickly in particular, um, because we were able to say, uh, we were able to have the attorneys on hand and to have, uh, you know, the people and the resources there um, to get this all together. So we're going to be putting out on our social media pages um, numbers that people can call um, in the event that they see something suspicious, that they you know, are facing a problem with their polling place. We'll make sure uh, that we get to them. I do want to say, though, I am a vote by mail uh, ballot voter. I was one of the people that Phil Murphy grandfathered in in 2018. And believe me, I was not happy about it. However, what I can say to, to everybody who is listening is that I have now voted by mail um, in our state uh, for every election since. And it is a paper ballot that I can track online to make sure that it got to the Bergen County uh, uh, clerk's office um, when you know I could track every step of the way. And I would say that that gives me a lot of assurance that my ballot is getting to where it needs to be and that it's being counted. Uh, and um, I've definitely, with, when you hear about some of the, the errors that go on on Election Day with the screens and, and that kind of thing, there's something really nice about just marking a paper ballot. So there are a lot of Republicans listening right now, Rich, who have ballots on their counters. I'm sure it's in a stack of mail with holiday catalogs, with your, your, your kids' school stuff, everything. I know it looks like my counter. Go find that ballot. <laughs> turn it in. If Republicans turn in their, mail, their vote by mail ballots, we will win this election. I think what you said is, is, is very accurate. And I started the show today by saying that as much as we may want to go back to the day of, of filling out a ballot in person only on Election Day, we got to deal with the times we're living in. And this gives you the opportunity as well that if you're late, if you got a, a meeting that goes late at work, if you hit traffic, if there's bad weather, kid gets sick, whatever, you can still make sure your vote is counted because the polling places are not going to stay open late for you if you get a flat tire or, you know, you get into a, 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 you know, a fender bender on the highway. Uh, so this option also ensures that your vote is not going to be missed and it's going to be super close. So I'm with you. There's nothing wrong with this and take advantage of it. And I think the Repo- I'm glad to hear you say these things as the communications director of the New Jersey Republican Party, because the Democrats have such a leg up here when it comes to the vote by mail and the drop boxes. They, they are they are they are all in on this and we have to adapt yeah, to the we- times. We have to do it. We have to. We call it their firewall. It's how many ba- it's how many votes have already been cast from the Democratic side on the vote by mail side. That's how many people plus one we need to get to show up on Election Day uh, to make sure that we can overcome that. So, like you said, a lot of people you might not realize it. Check your mail. Check your stack of mail. You might have a by mail ballot in there from 
you know, a year you don't remember, um, but it might be in there. And there are early voting sites in every county. You don't have to go to your normal polling place. You can go to a really close one in the county. um, And the hours are pretty good, like you said. And just go, get it done. That way on election day, you're not worried about it. And if things happen, your vote's already in. Alex Wilkes, thanks, my friend. Best of luck on Tuesday. Appreciate everything. Thank you, Rich. Appreciate the opportunity. The Rich Zioli Show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, Just an update. The House is going to vote on a $14.3 billion Israel aid bill, which Senator Chuck Schumer has already said is dead and arrival in the United States Senate. Uh, But that vote is about to happen anytime soon. We are loaded up today. We're also going to talk to a judge who we hope will be a Supreme Court justice in Pennsylvania. Judge Carolyn Carluccio is going to join me next. She is my guest coming up, and you're going to want to hear this interview. It's a very, very important one because we got to make sure she wins this election. So don't go away. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 